0: This podcast is supported by JBS International Incorporated through a grant award from the Health Resources and Services Administration, HRSA, of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, HHS, with 0% finance with non-governmental sources. The contents are those of the author and do not necessarily represent the official views of nor an endorsement by HRSA, HHS, or the U.S. government. For more information, please visit HRSA.gov. Welcome to Rural Roads, the Artcore podcast, where we discuss the stories, individuals and everything else within the rural community's opioid response program. I'm your host, Tim Rebolt with JBS International. It's episode three and a guest of honor episode where we get to know Aisha Taylor Kamara, a technical assistance manager here at JBS. Here we go. Thanks for joining Aisha.
1: Hi, how are you?
0: Good, good. We're excited to be able to talk with you today. So just jumping right in, could you talk a little bit about your role within Artcore? I think a lot of folks will be most familiar with you as the voice kicking off our different artcore events like webinars, yes. or, you know, different events at the RSV, things like that, but it's a lot more than that. So could you go into that a little bit?
1: Sure. So I was hired as a technical assistance manager on the R project. I started with JBS October 2020, so right in the middle of the pandemic. I was really excited because I started remotely, (laughs) so that was always fun, starting a job. It was interesting to kind of meet people, but everything was just virtually. So it was very nerve-wracking in the beginning, but I will say over time, it became a lot more easier. Definitely a lot of camaraderie and kind of like nice people within this work environment, so they made me feel very, very comfortable. In my role, I assist in a lot of ways outside of like webinars and doing like the pre-logistics, post-logistics for those. I also have helped with like the site visits. I'm on the calls with Dr. C and Jason for the MOUD office hours. There's a lot of correspondence between myself and other grantees and staff grantees. So as far as like grantee email correspondence and just kind of managing the various like technical assistance activities that we have on our core. But then prior to joining the R-Cortier team, I did work at a university. I worked as a sexual violence prevention program coordinator and health educator at Bowie State University and HBCU in Prince George's County, Maryland. So similar to what I do here on our core, I was responsible for some of the planning and the coordination here. We develop like SOPs. So there I was also developing some of the SOPs and, you know, working on grant, grant funded stuff. So I did a lot of work with like DOJ, Office of Victims of Crime. Sure. So, yeah, yeah kind of familiar.
0: that's great. I honestly didn't know it. So I'm glad yeah. <laughs> we're we're recording this and the team can hear about it. My, my wife, Kelly, Previously had similar roles. She worked at Santa Clara University and did that same kind of oh wow kind of work out there. So small world, very especially small within within higher ed. Well, that's great. You jumped into a couple of the different things I was going to ask you about, including how long you've been with core and you know what you were working on previously. So within the core work and all the different things you are doing, mm-hmm. is there anything in particular that you kind of like the best?
1: I would say. I like the idea that they've recently presented. I feel like with JBS, what they do is kind of like focus what your professional goals are, and then they align them with what we have access to within the company. So uh, an example would be like the PMP program. It's something that, you know, I've always been kind of interested in. So knowing that I now have the opportunity to possibly join, apply for and join one of the cohorts to be able to get a PMP cert would be fantastic. It's actually one of the directions that I was planning to head into. I do see that there is like a lot of room for growth within the company. It's like a good culture fit at the same time. So that's one difference I would say with working here versus other companies that I've worked for. Like being able to find a company with like great culture and like team members um that yeah. actually make you feel comfortable <laughs> is probably one of the hardest part I would say of like yes. the job search. So coming in, like I said, during the pandemic, though, you know, I had to meet everyone virtually, everyone kind of made me feel comfortable. And so it kind of just fit right in.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, that that's that's perfect. And so PMP, just for folks that don't know that's the is it the project management program? Is that what
1: yes. that is? Yes.
0: Yeah. Well and that ties in great because I know it's a lot of what the planning and operations team is 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 working on. That's kind of your sub team within our core. Is that right?
1: Yes. Shout out to yeah, the POPS and, team. Yeah, POPS <laughs> for
0: short. Yeah. How is it being a part of of that team? I know you all are kind of the glue that holds everything together.
1: So I would say the POPS team, the group of people that we have within that sub team are, they're great, very hands-on, very detailed, very organized. And I think that's very important when it comes to working in yeah. a team. They know how to meet deadlines. They re- they're very responsive when it comes to responding to our tells, responding to grantees who have any questions, concerns, or comments. Even if we're like, if I'm doing a, a webinar and you know we have other emails coming in from you know management, we're still on it. There's always someone monitoring our inbox. There's always some one, you know, retrieving information that TELs may need. And now with the structure that we have, we're able to be more involved with our TELs, you know, when it comes when it like related to like content or reviewing content with the experts on the project. So I think that's pretty cool. We have our compliance manager. We have our program and project managers. We have our other technical assistance managers, our project assistants. So it's a pretty diverse team. And I think everyone is coming with their their own, you know, skill set. And we've been able to kind of, you know, combine all of our skills and, you know, just make a masterpiece of everything that we're able yeah. to, to do and provide.
0: That's a great way to put it. It seems like you'll have a lot of fun, too.
1: We do, because you can't be all work and no play.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yes. remember when we had the in-person meeting a few months ago and, In August, you know, just some of the side conversations or the meetings before the meeting. Yeah. You know, you know, the coffee shops or whatever, being with some of the POPs team, they were really fun to hang out with. So and speaking of the POPs team, most importantly, Mm -hmm. does the POPs team have popcorn at their meetings? Yes or no?
1: Yes Yes and no. Yes and no.
0: Up to the individual.
1: Yes. So during our regular like weekly meetings no but if you go around the corner in the office near john's office he does provide popcorn (laughs) to everyone on that floor so yes and no and it's great i have to make a
0: visit now okay yeah that's what i was gonna ask what kind of popcorn are we working with is it smart food is it some caramel corn kettle corn
1: yeah kettle and actually we have had the smart one as well smart food as well
0: okay yep so all right well that's good to know we're the pops team and understandably, if you don't want to name favorites, I get Mm -hmm. it. Who's the most fun to work with?
1: My answer is drum roll. All of them.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't blame you.
1: All of them. Like I said, everyone brings their own, you know, like spice to the team. Everyone brings their own skills, resources, whatever tools they may have. So everyone's input, I would say, is just as important as the next person So it's been a pleasure working with them so far. We have new team members now. So I'm excited to get to learn more about them and see what they also have to offer.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. And so for those listening, Aisha is absolutely fun to work with herself. I can already feel her flushing (laughs) through the phone with this, but she was our inaugural recipient of our core praise, which is (laughs) our internal recognition of a team member each month. Some of the comments that were written and submitted for this was that she always steps up to help out with so many things and always gets it done. For how much is thrown to that team, I've always thought Aisha <laughs> is deserving of some praise for being part of the glue that holds us all together. Additionally, Aisha does, Aisha does an amazing job; is very fast, efficient, and really effective with communication and clear expectation to move whatever is happening forward. So, you know, she's definitely getting a lot of <laughs> praise from her own team as well. I was going to ask, yeah. do you? You know, do you, if you're able to sit and reflect on that a little bit, do you attribute those those skills and characteristics to anything in particular, you know, like upbringing or member of the family or a mentor, prior job, anything like that?
1: I would say probably t- more towards like my upbringing. And just as any other human, I do mess up. I slip up sometimes. So I was very grateful mm-hmm. to hear, you know, and humble to hear like what other staff members said about me. So thank you. I would say coming from West African culture, because, you know, well, you don't know, but my parents are from West Africa, Sierra Leone, born and raised. I was born here in the States in Maryland, but, you know, they've kind of always been, you know, very, make sure I was very disciplined, try to stay organized, stay on top of things. They would travel to Sierra Leone when I got a little bit older and I would be like, the mom to my younger sister, you know, be responsible yeah. for making sure like the bills got paid. Just as long as they had the money on their account for me to pay it, <laughs> and so I've always uh had to be responsible from like a very young age. So I think that kind of helped me now that I'm an adult and working an adult, and then you know just some of those qualities that they describe. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, that's powerful. That thank you for for sharing. That's so what I was going to start asking some of the pieces outside of work so Mm -hmm. you mentioned born in Maryland is that where you grew up as well
1: yes so I was born in Maryland Prince George's County to be more direct and I've been here almost my entire life I am someone Mm. that's kind of like afraid of change so I've never moved outside of Prince George's County I you know I've lived in like a predominantly African-American neighborhood so for college i intentionally went to what they call quote unquote a PWI for undergrad and then I went to Towson University and then for grad school I switched it up again and I went to an HBCU and I went to Morgan State University. So just so I can be exposed to you know kind of both.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And is Towson right in Baltimore, right in the
1: kind of it's in the county. Yep. So Towson's in a county and then Morgan State is in the city.
0: Gotcha. About and what 10 did minutes
1: you... away, but two different places.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you What did you study or what was your concentration?
1: So, interestingly enough, my undergrad degree was in speech language pathology and audiology. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned, I have African parents and those who have African parents may have experienced the same thing, but they were unfamiliar with that work. They felt like I should switch to something else. And I did. I listened and I did. And for grad school, I I studied public health with a concentration in maternal child health. So I kind of, you know, went a different direction for grad school. But I'm happy with the change that I did make. I'm happy to be working in the field that I am working in. And for all the experiences I've had, whether it was in the speech pathology field or public health.
0: Got it. What any Particular memories of that time or childhood that that stand out as you know influential or you know favorite memories anything like that.
1: I would would probably go down more so the influential route. Something that kind of led me into public health. So I am one of four children, and the second was a victim of domestic violence. So. Mm. As I mentioned before, at booby State, I worked as the sexual violence prevention program coordinator. So her, my older sister's story is kind of what kind of led me in that direction to kind of, you know, do any type of like public health related work, see how I could help, how I could be a hand, you know, how you, we could implement different various types of programs, so on and so forth. So since then, that happened about 15 years ago, but she did have a child. And her child was two months at the time, so I've been raising him since, and he'll be sixteen mm-hmm. in December. So, wow. yeah. So, I think all of those experiences kind of led me in the direction that I'm in today. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, absolutely. Well That's a lot. So fast. Yeah. <laughs> fast forward to to now a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what's what's something like an ideal weekend looking like if you can kind of carve out time for yourself. You know whether it's self care or just spending the you know, a free weekend, however, you're like, what is, what does that look like in the life of Aisha?
1: I do wish I did practice more self-care. Sorry, Jason. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, it definitely is hard, but it involved football for many years. So my nephew does play football. He's now playing at the high school level. And so we're kind of, you know, at, at some point he wants to play in college as well. So, football games. I have many, many cousins. So, it involves visiting family members. You didn't hear this, but I do like to party and I like to travel. I definitely like to travel. If anyone knows, as far as like, you know, any of my supervisors, they know I like to travel. Definitely. So,
0: oh, I have now so many questions that we didn't talk about related to travel. Okay. Well, obviously, where's your favorite place you've traveled?
1: South Africa. Mm. So that, that's Africa. a long
0: flight. Where do, do you fly out of dallas or BWI?
1: Dallas to Dubai yeah. was about 10 hours. Dubai to South Africa was 11. So in total, wow. 21 hours and a six over a six hour layover.
0: Yeah, that there, that's yes. yeah, over a full <laughs> day of travel. That's yeah, that's quite yes. a bit. Do you have any, you know, annual recurring trips that you like whether it's you know family gathering or somewhere warm or anything like that
1: it's usually with the girls and it's usually somewhere warm i love traveling to jamaica i've also traveled to sierra leone west africa sierra leone so mm-hmm. anywhere where there's sun there's a beach you know that's where i want to be <laughs> barbados yep. is you... nice yeah
0: yeah yeah are you window or aisle seat
1: oh that's a good one I want to say window, but I do like to be able to stretch my legs out Yeah, by sitting exactly. in the aisle. Yeah. So.
0: That that reason specifically for me, I'm aisle 100% of the time, yeah. if
1: possible. <laughs> as long as I have yeah. a seat on the plane, I'm good to go. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about whole travel routine? Are you getting there, cutting it close to the flight? Or are you getting there like two hours early?
1: You must know me well because you said it right the first time. I am a procrastinator, so Uh I'm probably running around purchasing things last minute for the trip. And I'm usually cutting it very, 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 very close. (laughs) Almost too close.
0: Yep. Do you have a, how are you spending the time on the plane? Are you trying to get stuff done? Are you zoning out watching movies, trying to sleep?
1: I like to watch movies on the plane and then sometimes the Mm -hmm. movies will be watching me because I fell asleep. Yep. (laughs) So I'm definitely like a movie after movie and I like to watch movies I've already seen, which is kind of crazy. Yes. Yeah. But (laughs) I'm
0: right there with you. It is, there's the nostalgia factor, there's the the relaxation piece. Exactly. Pick back up thirty minutes after you've napped, and exactly you know what's going on. So, yeah. <laughs> yep, some people don't get that, but it's a it's a real thing. It's a
1: Just real thing. To, Every yeah, trip, yeah. Go back to what works. Every trip.
0: Yeah, coffee drinker? Yes or no?
1: Well, if you ask Joe, because Joe definitely knows I'm like uh-huh. anti coffee. <laughs> I do not like it. <laughs> I don't okay, like it. So, I don't like the taste. If I do yeah. make it, it's filled with lots of sugar and creamer. Uh-huh. So it's not even Do really you coffee. have,
0: do you have an equivalent to the individual going out to like treat themselves with like a Starbucks drink? Do you have an equivalent? Like, are you going to get a different drink mm-hmm. or ice cream or anything like that?
1: I usually get the vanilla bean frappe with a caramel drizzle and whipped cream on top, <laughs> or just a hot white chocolate, no coffee. <laughs> yep.
0: yep. yeah. I don't blame you for that at all. There's well. Not for the coffee, but for I don't, okay, do you like <laughs> sweet treats, like bakery things.
1: I usually only get the Danish, warm, or a cake pop, so
0: yes. Okay, you should... <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been... I don't remember where it is in Rockville, mm-hmm. but it's, it's called something like La Viande Patisserie. It's like a French bakery. I used to go there sometimes because I worked in my prior role mm-hmm. right across the street from the JBS offices, so oh, wow. I know it's not that far. I think it might be on Rockville Pike, but... There's like a downtown in Rockville, yeah. Right? R- yeah, right where it's a little
1: Pike and Rose. S- it's not too far from the office, the northwest. Yeah, so of maybe office. it's. In,
0: I'll I'll send it to you in case you ever go over that way because it is. Yeah, that place is. It's all sorts of
1: funny that streets. you mentioned that because I do have an upcoming trip to Paris. <laughs> so <Do> you,
0: whoa! <laughs> It'll be my okay. first
1: time. Oh my gosh!
0: Yes, um, <laughs> who are, you, who are you traveling with friends, family, both? Just me. Just you. Yes,
1: but I'll meet a blow. friend there. I'll that's meet a so friend there. I'm afraid to travel alone.
0: <laughs> well, you're going to Paris solo. Yeah. So that's some, that says something. That's incredible. Yeah.
1: So that should be fun. The only thing is it's not warm. I like to travel to yeah. warm places, but I'm excited. I'm yeah. really excited. So I'll yeah. definitely visit that bakery before I go so I can get a taste, you know, like something
0: French. Yeah. Rich. Yeah. Maybe yeah. No, Paris now. is... Yeah, I've been there a few times. It's oh, nice. truly really incredible over there. It's yeah, it's amazing. Are you staying in a hotel or yes, Airbnb? A hotel. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Do you know like what area are you near any of the um, you know, kind of landmark monuments or anything?
1: I think I'm like 15 minutes away from the Eiffel Tower. So not yeah, too far. Walking? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So... You'll get all your walking <laughs> in
0: when you go to those places. But
1: I hear the rooms are smaller than, you know, I'm expecting, but
0: yes yes <laughs> totally art yeah that threw me off quite a bit and i'm you know, afraid of to...
1: elevators and some say like when i was reading the description only one person can go in at a time and i'm like oh boy this should be an experience yeah. <laughs> if it's a
0: a main hotel i don't know if it's a main hotel yeah. a marriott or yeah. something but you'll, yeah they'll be they'll be fine that'll okay. be so great how, how long will you be going for
1: so right now it's only for two weeks but I was supposed. Only two weeks. To, yeah, I was supposed to go to <laughs> Dubai. Whoa. Actually, six days from today. Sorry, five days from today. But it got canceled because the, t- oh, the no. yeah the couple they're both from one Sierra Leone, one Nigeria, and there's a travel ban. So then the groomsmen mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to travel to Dubai. So it was canceled. Oh gosh, so yeah. I'm hoping I could extend. So, John, if you're listening to this, an email might be <laughs> coming your way.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's going to be such a fun, a fun trip. Two weeks in in Paris. Do you have things you're looking forward to in particular, you know, like the museums or sites or food or shopping, anything like that? I
1: would say food and pictures. Like I want to take pictures everywhere. I want to do the guided tours, of course. Like I said, I want to try different restaurants. Definitely going to try the different clubs you know mm-hmm. find like the afrobeat spots so I'm, I'm open to trying like anything like when i did go to south africa i did do the safari so i had like a picture oh with gosh. the two jaguars and yeah. wow. lions i almost passed out <laughs> but it's cool yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that's amazing
0: though. i should find this one place i stayed in an Airbnb. Mm -hmm. My first Airbnb experience was in Paris and it was right off the Champs-Elysees, like the big shopping strip. And yeah, it was, it was really nice. A good location, no elevator. So it was stairs up a few flights. Little did I know it was right above a nightclub. Oh wow. And So we we didn't sleep because (laughs) the whole room was rocking all night. Like base, deep base, you could not sit still because yeah, it was just, it was a little too
1: much. I don't sleep. <laughs> so,
0: oh my like, We're my friends always say, episode.
1: I don't sleep. Like, I will go, like, I've been to, like, eight events in a day. Like, a baby shower, bridal shower, traditional weddings, like, in one day. And, you know, I used to work at Dallas Airport. Like, there was, like, a CDC grant or something there. And I am doing work there. I would have to be there by 6 a.m. And I would be <laughs> out until, like. Three thirty-four, shower oh get gosh. ready for work it's an hour away from, Dallas is an hour away from me and make it to work by six but I also had to be like in my seat by six and it was 30 minutes from the garage to where we were stationed so I would have to be there by like 5 30 but I made it work I did it okay <laughs> I have
0: so many more questions we don't even have time so for. I would have been in at the club week, <laughs> yeah in a given week yeah how many hours of sleep are we talking about
1: oh that's a great question
0: average average a night are we talking about only like three or four hours yes
1: i would say i get like three or four hours i know it's really bad i try i've tried like melatonin (laughs) i'm a little afraid to take like sleeping pills i don't like to take pills and stuff but and i sleep with my tv on so that might be the issue (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) oh yeah I, i i did that growing up too so yeah wonderful well, great! Thank you for sharing all of this with us. I appreciate you making the time. This you're was you're welcome. Incredible! So much more than I even had planned, which is which is great. So thank you again for making the time and have a great week ahead. You as well. And safe travels. Thanks, Aisha.
1: Thank you.